Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. After the bathroom, I said be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot! Pasta. I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question. And what does he do? Put that cookie down now. Into the Mr. Universe. <laughs> Hi, everybody. No. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Into the Into the Mr. Universe, Woo! Uh, the show where we get inside into my Arnold universe. Yeah. Do it now. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, David Bell. I am a second host, Tom Ryman. And listen, at the top of this, I just want to thank our Patreon producer, Norm from Cheers. It's Norm thank from you very Cheers. Much, Norm. <laughs> thank you for making us watch all things Schwarzenegger. We have been going through the career of Arnold Schwarzenegger on this journey through the multiverse yeah. of all the different versions of him. Yes. Uh, and we're, we're As he tumbles tumbles through the multiverse. Yeah, we're disassembling him as an actor. Uh, you know, really getting getting into it, figuring it out. Um, Damn it, I'm trapped in the always, multiverse. Tumbling as through always, time. We, uh, we, we go through this in sections, sections that are going to be new to Tom. Mm-hmm. Who yeah, I have, forgot I what have they no are. memory of what they are, so we're going to be rediscovering them together. Well, the first one is called The Plot, Woo! where we talk about the plot of the film. Oh, right. Uh, next. Okay. Are you taking them all off first? We're going to go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool, Let's cool, take cool, them all. Cool, I haven't cool. even said what movie it is. That's true. Uh, the next one is Technically Not Arnold, is, where we talk is about. Technically Not uh, Me. I'm not the same person, but I'm still the same person because it's me. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. We talk about how Arnold is a different character in this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then we do. <laughs> Definitely not Arnold, yeah. where we just talk about the best side characters. <laughs> There's a lot of um, stiff competition in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the most Arnold, which is we talk about the scene that uh, encapsulates him the best. Um, and then uh, we do our rating system, mm-hmm. where we rate it by how many, um, I don't know, impaled pipes. How uh, many steam pipes, how many garden tools, maybe? I like garden tools. How many like uh, uh, sh- shoulder shoulder born logs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shoulder logs. Shoulder gonna, logs. Yeah. The, no, we we already. It's our classic rating system. Yeah, it's, shoulder, it's logs. shoulder logs. You all know We're this. On, on, on a scale of one to twenty three shoulder logs. Uh, how many? Yeah. How many shoulder logs does this film earn? Yeah, right, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so let's talk about the plot. I guess. Are we um, going to talk about what movie it is? Because oh. we still haven't said that. No. No. We're not. Okay. okay. Fine. It's Commando. It's Commando, motherfuckers! Commando mm. with Arnold Schwarzenegger as John Matrix. Fucking uh, they John his daughter. Matrix. Yeah. They kidnap his daughter. Yeah, they do. He has to get him back. <laughs> Let it's me tell bi- you It's some. the biggest mistake of their lives. Yeah. I don't even remember what the bad guys are up to in this film. Okay. And I just watched it. Okay. So the bad guys, uh it's it's the the it, they're they're trying to support a coup in the fictional country of Valverde, which is uh the the hotbed of of, of all sorts of uh international turmoil in uh in the Joel Silver universe, the Silververse. Right. Is it Valverde also shows up in Lethal Weapon and in Die Hard. Wow. And in Predator. Wow. And in Predator. It's the country they drop wow. into in Predator. Wow. Yeah. The uh, the evil dictator who's actually the original Django from the Django films in Die Hard 2, he is coming from Valverde. Wow. Yeah. It's it exists in the in the Joel in the films produced by Joel Silver in the eighties. That is I can't is it better to make up a fictional South American country? Probably. Or I, don't I think know. it's technically better. Because I mean, like it's all—it's all supposed to—it's all supposed to be Cuba, right? But they just didn't want to. 
I don't know. I don't know why they did that. But I don't I'm know. glad. Yeah. Because it means that all those movies take place in the same fucking con- uh, or, yeah, uh, universe. It's, it's like, so, yeah, like DC great. Comics has uh, Corto Maltese, like the Joel Silver universe has Val Verde. That's great. Um, so Dan Hedaya is this uh, ruthless general who wants to seize power in a coup. And he hires John Matrix's former teammate, Bennett, uh, yes. uh, who is played by the fucking bad guy from The Road Warrior. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just called him uh, Freddie Mercury Knight. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> Let's let's keep moving. We'll, I, we'll get. I forget. We'll his, talk about. I him. forget his we'll actual talk. name. It escapes me at the moment. Yeah, um, Sir Sir Freddie Mercury. Yeah, Sir Freddie Mercury. Uh, in wasteland armor. Um, yeah. So they want Matrix's help to basically facilitate the coup. Um. So they abduct his daughter to force him. Uh. To go. Uh. Help. Uh. Install right. Dan Hedaya in power in Valverde and boy, Dave. It immediately goes wrong. They they fucked right up. They fucked up so bad by kidnapping John Matrix's daughter because John Matrix does not for one second entertain their plan. No, they put him on a plane and they're like, it's an 11 hour flight and he escapes like a cat escaping a car. He sure does. Like he just, he like squirms out of the plane. Well, he murders his seatmate first. <laughs> he sure does. He breaks the um, fucking shit out of his neck. Just he breaks his neck so, so devastatingly that little shards of neck fly out in the plane compartment. Yeah. Uh, and he says, excuse my friend, he's dead tired. You see, because yeah. I have snapped his neck. Uh, and then yep. he scrambles out of there like a ferret. Like a ferret. Uh, yeah. He scrambles out of the fuselage <laughs> and just gallops down the jetway. This movie's incredible. Well, hold on. He jumps, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, a hundred feet. Yes, off he the jumps plane. off the plane. <laughs> he in jumps slacks. out of the plane. He's wearing slacks. Yep. And he lands in a swamp and he's fine. He's fine. He's all fine. set to steal drums. It's all this entire movie's <laughs> the primary instrumentation in this movie's score is steel drums, and they are this incredible. movie's amazing. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> so let's backing up a little bit. This movie starts with a dump truck riding around Hollywood, <laughs> um, or Los Angeles. Yeah, it's the Hollywood um, Hills. It looks like, but yeah, assassinating a man. Um, we, we, we go to Arnold. You, we do you, a series you really of gloss over it. They assassinate him. They, they shoot a man. One of them I is, wanted, one of them is Bill Duke from Predator. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I wanted to uh, save it for the definitely not Arnold oh, gotcha. part. But yes. <laughs> I just want to illustrate how the, can I say how the assassination takes place? Yes. Because I have a lot of questions. Just, about it's it. just, they shoot him 78,000 times with Uzis. Yeah. Yeah, it's that that's their, uh, like covert early morning assassination is they just light this dude up. You know what? Let's just talk about it. Why did they how did they know that was going to work? They show up. The guy wakes up and he's like, "Ooh, garbage man. And like has to run out quick to put his because they're like, it's the wrong day. Yeah. And he's like, he seems excited. He's just like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, ooh," and has to get his garbage together and runs out like, I'm here, guys. And then they shoot him. Yeah. So they're like waiting for him, which means that their plan was like. We show up as gar- garbage men, and guess what's going to happen? He's going to run out with his garbage, like naturally. They must like, have. They just knew he's going to do that. They must have like test. They must have had his house under surveillance for several weeks and tested right. this a few times. But, it's like so. Every but, time the garbage truck the comes on the wrong day, he scampers out to the curb with his right. cans. So that's where we get him. Is this supposed to be a covert assassination? Because they rented a garbage truck or stole one or did that effort all the effort of casing it so that they could loudly shoot him in the street. Yeah, just shoot him to death in his cul-de-sac yeah. and just drive away. You can do that without the garbage truck. Like, <laughs> like you could well, do that the, with... The whole, there's a lot of ways. The whole Their whole operation, it's like, it's supposed to, like, Bennett has faked his death, so John thinks he's dead, but, like, he's very visible for the entire plan. Yeah. Like, he's like, it's me, Matrix. Yeah. It's Bennett. And you're like, oh, fuck, it's Bennett. I guess he's not dead. <laughs> like, he right. like, never pretends to be dead. There's I don't no know. subtlety in the bad guy's plans. Yeah. Yes. Um, we get the intro of Arnold, which is just close ups of muscles. 
Hell yes, it is. With the steel Um, drums going bananas. Yeah. Chainsaw in one hand, giant fucking log in the other. Uh, someone's wailing on the saxophone too. Hell yes! Also, this everything about this movie fucking rules from the yes. instant it starts until the very last second, to the very f- the, opening, the very last frame. The opening titles look like a TV news report for some reason. Yeah, they look like Thunder in Paradise. It's yeah, but I don't give a shit. No, <laughs> it just means um, that I'm gonna get to Commando faster. Exactly. Yeah, they, with these titles. Um, so yeah, he's a retired badass with a kid. He's living in the mountain. Yeah. A chopper comes. They're like, "What last job, Matrix?" It's very. This is the movie that a movie like Last Action Hero spoofed. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. This movie is almost a spoof of itself. Yes, almost. Um, then motherfuckers just start shooting up the house. Arnold knows they're coming because he smelled them coming yeah. like a dog. Because mm-hmm. he has fucking um, Matrix senses. Yep. He they is kidnap the his Matrix. Daughter. He is. He is the Matrix. This is what Keanu Reeves goes inside of him. Yeah, they inject Keanu into John Matrix's skull. Oh, man. The entirety of the the Matrix takes place within John Matrix's skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, God, I want that in the new movie. Um, I want to pause just to highlight the fact that this movie wastes no goddamn time. No, no. Well, I... I want to talk. I, I feel like I want to talk about this in other sections too. But they they give you everything you need. They're like he's a badass. Look at him carrying this log. Um, uh, uh, he has uh, lightning reflexes. Look, we think he's gonna kill his child, but no, he hugs her. Okay, he has a child. He's happy. They're a loving family. Okay, movie go. Like that's what they do. And it's all that's is, all in the opening credits. <laughs> Yeah, and that's all you need. That's all yeah, you that's need. That's all we need. That's all um, we know. That's all we ever learn about John Matrix. He's a retired badass. Yeah, that's it. This is all we ever learn about him. And so um, <laughs> they steal his kid, so he drives a car down a cliff. Hell yeah, he uh, fucking does. That thing explodes for no reason. <laughs> uh, it explodes for the explicit reason that it's awesome. Yes. They kidnap him. They make him take a plane. He squirms out, like we said. Mm-hmm. He uh, he breaks the guy's neck. That the corpse just takes the flight. Yeah, it does. Which is he very leaves funny a fucking me. dead dude on that plane yeah. for eleven There's hours. No way that with a little corpse blanket like, shit on him. itself on yeah, the flight. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> After eleven hours in yeah. recycled air. Yeah. Um, recycled so- room temperature air. <laughs> he follows one of the henchmen um who's put him on the plane who stayed behind um he it's it's very this is what i realized this is a very classic arnold thing which is like public place stalking yeah is that like i feel like we see that in like like he loves malls i noticed that like terminator 2 this um um true lies like there's a lot of tense public places and they all seem to be like malls. I feel like they're all like around where Arnold Schwarzenegger lives too. Probably. Yeah. Um, so he he follows this guy he who who we learn is a dirtbag who follows a flight attendant to her car. Yeah, it's Sully. She tells it's him a, to fuck off. It's the dude that says warriors come out to play. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um so the flight attendant Arnold makes uh be a honeypot where he's like i want you to go hit on that man because he's into you he kidnaps her yeah he car jackson kidnaps her yes drives her to the mall um and is like distract this man for sex and then i'm gonna kill him and so she does what anybody should do and just goes to the cops yeah it goes to the and, nearest police officer yeah and it's like so excuse he has me to- this shaved gorilla has abducted me yeah and the cops are like that is a large (laughs) (laughs) this seems to be like like, ironically this seems to be one of the few arnold movies where they actually the the characters in the film are actually aware that he's arnold schwarzenegger where they're like my god (laughs) because most of the time they're they're doing shit like oh he's harry tasker he's a mild-mannered computer salesman it's like no he's fucking not he's an austrian mountain of destruction bar punks Bar punks are like, I'm gonna knock this guy in. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right. Come on, man. Yeah. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. This is one of Jesus like Christ. one of like two films where the people in the movie are actually like, Holy shit. 
Yeah, and the cop's like, I'm going to need help. Yeah, I'm going to need uh, 300 up, guys and a truck. Yeah, he ends up fighting all the cops. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> like a, he gets, like a he, bear, like a loose circus bear. Yes. <laughs> That's how they he treat him. A, they treat him like he's a fucking loose bear. Absolutely. <laughs> they should throw a net on him. Um, that movie is basically a constant rampage. Yes. It's, it, from here on, it's he is a, on a rampage. The entire film is a rampage. <laughs> it's an unbroken rage tour of America. Um, and then he, Val Verde uh, in the end. Yeah, and the the woman jumps in the car who he kidnaps. So they do this thing where, like, I, I movies love to do this where it's like he kidnapped her, she he let her go, and then she comes back. So it's like, okay, now you're this is your choice, you know? Well, yeah, you she do she, this too. she feels bad because she learned. Yeah, she realizes that he's telling the yeah truth. that he's telling the truth about them having abducted his child. His his, yeah, his daughter that Alyssa a, Milano. It's a it's a character device yeah. that they often do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> the next thing I had written down because I think it's car chase, car chase, drive directly into a telephone pole, <laughs> um, and one of the funniest comedic timings in a movie is he they smash into that pole. The car drives into it. it sure does. And they the editor doesn't waste a second. <laughs> It smash and it like cuts to Arnold and he turns to her and goes, "Are you all right?" <laughs> and like they don't even they don't even let them like recover from the accident. He just he goes, "Are you okay?" Right and she's like, "Yeah." And they get out. Listen, this movie is a lean ninety minutes long. <laughs> it really is. It's incredible. This movie just moves. It moves very fast. Um, so he gets out of the car. This is where he dangles Sully off the fucking yeah. Hollywood Hills. And it's like, <laughs> uh, no, he, he gets the information out. Of, yeah. He gets the information out of him. And earlier he had said, this is, uh, I like you. That's what I'm going to kill yeah, you. Last. Yeah. And then he's like, Hey, Sally, you remember how I said I would kill you last? It's like, yeah, you did say that I lied. And then he just fucking drops him. And it, we rolls. never, we never hear him hit the ground. No, he falls through time. <laughs> yeah. Sully is still falling. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, they go to the henchman office. They find a photo of an airplane. <laughs> Someone <laughs> took the photo of the airplane. They sure did. And she's like, look, at this, here's a photo of an amphibian airplane. <laughs> I, get, I, I bet that's where they're going. Yeah, I guess like, they were really? going to take, did he take a picture of the airplane so he'd remember what to look for? Yeah. yeah. Why did so they have maybe a they photo just like of the airplane? The it's like a black and white photo of a fucking airplane. It's like when you rent. This it's shit. like if you when you rented a car, they gave you a glossy photo of the car. Here's, yeah, exactly. here's the vehicle you need to be looking for. <laughs> oh, thank you. This it's is so very weird. helpful. I will keep this as a reference. Yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm skipping over some stuff because there's a lot in for me for the definitely not Arnold <laughs> section. There's some uh, heroes in this film. There are um, some there's some real fucking champions <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. But no, basically uh, he goes from there, he goes to meet Bill Duke cuz that's where Sully was going. Yeah. And that's um, where he fights want, Bill Duke in the apartment. Well, okay, yeah, he fights Bill Duke. We'll get into that. Uh I don't want to I don't want I mean just him fighting Bill Duke is amazing. <laughs> uh the neighbors uh, I want to wait. Oh fuck. Is that an yeah. apartment? Is it's that a, an apartment or a hotel? It's a hotel. It's a it's a little motel, okay. yeah. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> um, he drives a construction vehicle through a gun shop. He sure fucking And does. then seems surprised when the cops immediately <laughs> respond. <laughs> right, they're just there. He's like, oh, wow. You guys it's showed the, the funniest, real fast. It's the funniest moment of the movie because he drives it through a gun shop and he's like, yeah. They, they do this lock and load montage where they're like, get this, get that. Mm, yeah, load up. And one of them's like a fucking then, rocket launcher. like a Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is true. One of them is a like a barrage, though. <laughs> yeah, um, and 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 they're like, let's do it. And then cops just come up and they're like, freeze. And they literally cut the music and they just show them getting escorted out. <laughs> <in handcuffs. laughs> yep, <laughs> it's 
it's very it's a hilariously like flaccid uh, moment <laughs> yeah it, well, it's it, again this movie brushes very close to self-parody a lot yeah like this movie is in on the joke which is part of why i think it works so well right but it reminds yeah. me of like when gene parmesan lights a cigarette in, a, in the hospital in <laughs> yeah. arrested development yeah. and it's a big problem it's that it's like mm, yeah cool driving through a building to get guns it's like yeah the cops are gonna be here now you realize <laughs> yeah, that very quickly yeah very quickly <laughs> and they fucking arrest him um she busts him out by casually trying to murder the cops with a bazooka yeah she shoots a bazooka at the truck i love that because even it does even though it does the gag of undermining the lock and load montage by just cutting the music out and having him just get led away in police custody he stays arrested for about 38 seconds yes (laughs) like yes you feel like the movie's gonna take this this kind of like terminator detour where like the middle part where sarah connor and kyle get busted by the cops and have to try to explain their wild story but no this movie skips right over that It's Just almost like, like they knew that it was a joke yeah. because they're like, yeah. No, I'm, I'm convinced they knew it was a joke. Yeah. There's even, when he gets led to the truck, there's no dialogue and just one of the cops goes, yeah, stick him in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they're treating him like a fucking circus bear. Yeah, they are. He's just an they know he cannot bear. be in a car. Yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> we can't fit him in the car. Put him in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um that's this is when the movie reminds me that this is all happening in 11 hours yes this is the same night <laughs> this is the same night as his mall yeah. rampage and him dropping sully through a time vortex yes it's fucking wild um because they get on the plane and they fly to this country mm-hmm. um and that's when the rampage just continues. Yeah. He's he throws fucking saw blades at people like a Mortal Kombat character. Um they're just fighting in this like yeah, this well, villa. Yeah, he he and the flight attendant, Radon Chong, uh, they get to the seaplane that they had a photograph of. They fly to Valverde. Yeah. They they land at Dan Hidea's palatial fortress mansion, uh, murder a hundred soldiers. Yes. He is, he he gets he gets a scrape, yeah. because a grenade detonates <laughs> three feet away from him, <laughs> and he flies through the air, and then he's like, "Ow!" And he looks at his side, and there's a scrape. Dave, David, Dave, <laughs> yeah, I love this movie so much. I know it's so good. <laughs> then he gets into a shotgun duel with Dan Hedaya. Yeah. Ah. He Dan sure Hedaya does. in a linen suit doing a fucking Tony Montana voice. Oh <laughs> my god! Usual suspects, Dan Hedaya. <laughs> Holy shit! Blood Simples, Dan Hedaya. Yes, the first Blood wives Simple. clubs, Dan Hedaya. Yeah, get a shotgun fight <laughs> with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and guess what? He doesn't win. He does not emerge victorious. <laughs> um, he gets blasted backwards through a window, and it rules. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then he fights uh, medieval Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he fights Bennett. Um, yeah, he impales him with a pipe. He sure does. Him to blow off some steam. The, the, the funny. I mean, we're going to talk about this, and definitely not Arnold. So I'll save that. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of choices mm-hmm. the henchmen make that I want to talk about later. Yeah, but um, it's it's all of Arnold has a reputation for being in. Like Arnold has a reputation for making the Arnold one-liners after he kills somebody, you know, like the stick around, you know, after he throws a knife in somebody. Um, yeah. Commando is really where like 95% of those lines come from. Like yeah. there's a few in The Running Man, there's one or two in Predator, but most of them are in Commando. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think most of all of them, like I think this trope, I feel like comes the, from the, this. The, the, the entirety of that trope comes from Commando, right? Because this is the movie, like him and Stallone would do it a couple of times, like in their other movies, but there's like 13 of those lines yeah. in Commando. It's filled with, imagine the last thing you hear before you die is a dad joke. Is a pun. Like what a, yeah, a what a murder pun, yeah. Let off some steam, um, Bennett. Yeah, as the light fades in your eyes. Um, so he kills Bennett. He gets his daughter back. The government finally shows up, 
and they're like they're like we could really use you and he's like no it's my last time it's fucked. It's, it it feels like they're setting up a sequel that i don't think happened no hell no it, it never happened this is yeah. all <laughs> i cannot it, it cannot be overstated that we never learn anything about john matrix right and i think that is a f- I, I i i can't call it a flaw because this movie's perfect Dude, this movie but is like if they wanted if, if they wanted sequels they should have made him a character he is not a character (laughs) he is is just on a schwarzenegger he is the shark we'll get into that yeah we'll get into that um but uh then he gets back in the plane they came in i was like you could at least get a ride with the army but sure and they fly off in the movie and that's the end of the movie the fucking a a gorgeous 80s song 80s ballad plays Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah uh and that's the goddamn film that's the film. That's the plot of Commando, mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a rampage. It is, like, it you is, really don't need to know much. It is a it is a twelve hour rampage. <laughs> That's yes. the entire film. Yeah. Uh, let's get into technically not Arnold, where we talk about Arnold the actor. Yeah. John Matrix. Um, this is the most likable he's been since Stay Hungry. Yes. And in fact, this feels like the first movie that that realizes arnold's potential yes i a hundred percent agree remember this is right after this is the year after terminator yep and i we talked about this with terminator where it's like of course that's an iconic role mm-hmm. but like it the casting always does feel wrong in this weird way um and it also feels like it doesn't it's not a proper portrayal of the kind of actor schwarzenegger is this that he's not a barbarian, he's not a robot, he's an uh, uh, inexplicable, inexplicable everyman, but they still still feel the need to explain why he's a badass. Like which they I feel like they drop that later. No, that's um, that's up front. That's you have an army yeah. guys swooping in on helicopters being like No, no, Matrix I mean they swoop- drop that in other movies. Oh. In this one they're like we need we like we said they they're like we need to be aware that he's gigantic. They're aware um, he's gigantic. They're aware he's a ball of murder. This movie has yeah. this movie actually has a lot in common with John Wick. Yeah, it really does. Where all we really know about John Matrix is that the bad guys are terrified of him. <laughs> yeah, this actually now that you mention it, I feel like this directly inspired a film like John Wick. It does, yeah. This was the John Wick of its time, mm-hmm. which is over the top action. Um, that's done with very little motivation. And the, I think the that's plot, exactly yeah, what this is. And the plot and characterization is so stripped down. Like, John Wick is more serious, obviously, than Commando. Um, yeah, but, but the, it also knows what it is. Right. It's so stripped down that it it borders on parody, and I think Commando is, is definitely more intentionally parody. But, like, John Wick has the thing where the the premise is stripped down to the point it's like oh they've killed his dog because they know that that's a trope and you know they're kind of having yeah. fun with that idea a little bit although john wick is a very serious movie whereas commando it's just it's the idea of stripping it all down to just these are the essential things that we need to know and it turns out you can make a perfectly fine uh all-time classic uh action movie by doing that we don't need yeah. to really understand a lot about john matrix <laughs> No, much like his previous role or John Wick, he is still a horror villain. Yeah, this. we he's just a slasher. Like yeah, yeah. It's because the big difference between this and something like Terminator um, is that beginning scene, that crucial beginning scene, as short as it is, where he sits down with his daughter and he struggles out some casual and likable lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, and is he is he doing a great job? Mm. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. Um, He's Arnold. But this is the first time I feel like we've seen Arnold Schwarzenegger with a child being likable and warm. Yeah. This is the... Even even in Stay Hungry, he's still like a bro, you know? He's still very likable. He's still a very sweet man, but yeah. Yeah, this feels like the first time I've really... uh, Like, I'm seeing modern... Um, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, this is where you see him, and you're like, "Oh, these are the kinds of movies you should be doing." And then, of course, yeah. the Running Man comes right after this, and the Running Man is also very close to parody uh, and inten- right. intentionally so. So they set up his character as he's he's a terrifying man to some, 
and a gentle giant to others. He does not hesitate to execute unarmed people in this. No, he doesn't give a shit. No, that guy, he's like, there's the guy who he interrogates at his house that he shoots in the face. Yeah. Listen, um, they've kidnapped his daughter. Yeah. All of, no, he's all of on the a, bets he's on a rampage. are off. Yeah, no, yeah. he's on a rampage. Yeah. Yeah, so the, it, it really is John Wick. It, um, it, it and very they, much is, yeah. It's it's just dad joke John Wick. <clears throat> um, he says, I'll be back, Bennett. And I was like, this is one movie after Terminator. And he's yeah, saying Yeah, but it. Terminator was huge. I know, I know. Um, uh, and again, the fact that everybody is aware that Arnold looks like this. The funniest part to me was when he gets in the woman's car and tears the seat out. Yeah, he does. Um, and he does it because he knows he needs her to follow somebody. And he knows that he's a gigantic Austrian man. Yeah. And he's like, I need to look smaller. <laughs> So I need to rip so, this fucking seat out so I can actually yeah. hide in the car because I'm a giant bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, he I need to make emotes, room for my unicycle. <laughs> he emotes less than the Terminator. He really like. does, <laughs> and it's it it's, it feels intentional though. Yes, he. It's again, it's John Wick. He does not. He's never scared. No, he's As never I in said, trouble. The most scared he gets is when a grenade lands three feet from him and he goes, oh, and jumps away yeah. and it still explodes into him yeah. and he's fine. And he's fine. fine. It never even matters. Yeah. Like he never, no, he, not at the end, he, there's no like low point no. where he's like, oh no, he I'm really hurt. He is never in trouble. No, never in trouble. John Wick, again, it's John Wick. Yeah, John Wick has like one moment. The, the the scene in the church where Willem Dafoe has to save him, but like, for, yeah, for the most part, it's yeah, John Wick is never in trouble. Yeah, everybody's terrified. The most they do in this is I have your, I'm holding your daughter, and she's a hostage right now, and it's like, what is like, we're definitely sure he's not going to kill the child in this movie. Yeah, there are no stakes. There's not. It doesn't matter. That's not why the movie. That's exists. Yeah, that's not why it exists. That's not the point. I think the strongest character choice he makes is when he takes off his shirt to boat to the island. I feel like some versions of Arnold <laughs> wouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's a slight thing. Some of them would have worn a tank top. That's true. Others That's would true. have taken John the Matrix, shirt off. no shirt. No shirt. Yeah. I think that's the biggest that's probably the biggest difference. <laughs> In character of the biggest variation in this movie. <laughs> Otherwise, this is just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. He doesn't want the friction getting in the way. He's yeah. listen. He's wearing a bandolier. That's already enough. If he <laughs> if he wears a shirt, it's going to chafe. Exactly. No. Yeah. It's true. But yeah. Like, is there anything to this character that's interesting? No. It's. It. It. it but that's kind of the beauty of the character. Yeah. Well, no. What makes it interesting is that here's what makes it interesting for the time is he is just Arnold Schwarzenegger. But that's actually a first for his career. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the first time he is doing leading man action movie. This is also his first leading man action movie. I think well, this is close Conan, to... Go ahead. Conan doesn't even feel like it counts to me. This no. is modern... Like, Conan is like, a, is like a fantasy. Yeah. This is the first modern, straightforward action film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger where he is acting just like himself. Yes. And that means something. Yeah, it's, this is, I mean, Stallone obviously was making action movies already at this time, like Rambo 2 had already come out. Right. Um, but this is kind of the beginning of the one-man army Superman action hero of the 80s is around this yeah. time. And this is the first time that Arnold does it. Right. It, it wasn't the first ever, but this is and it's, him. Right. It's like, it's like a movie like... It's a weird comparison. Something like the transporter where it's like we had seen this style in this era of action. Mm -hmm. And, but then Jason Statham's like, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, and then he did his version and that, and not, uh, it didn't blow up as much as Arnold, but it's, it's that idea where it's Arnold showing up and being like, now it's me. Right. Here's and, mine. And I think it's no, it, it's, it's noteworthy uh, that the first time Arnold does it and it's kind of, the the dawn of this genre of action film is such a self-parody yes 
Like it's it's yeah, started parody, from a place of being almost ironic. Right. It's it's you know what? It's more like crank in that regard. Like just I don't know why I keep doing Jason Statham, but like um it's weird to say because it's like a parody of a type of film that Arnold wasn't doing right yet. that he hadn't made yet. So it was like yeah. the idea of what these movies could be. Um, and they're like, wouldn't it be funny if this was the movie? Um, I actually think it really is like crank or jo- like almost more than John wick because mm-hmm. crank has a lot of non sequiturs, a lot of like, what, what a weird thing to happen. And we haven't gotten into some of the ones that this movie has. <laughs> Um, but I think it's more that it's more like, we think this is badass, but we want to have fun and we're going to have fun by being funny. Yeah. By being, by pointing out the, being absurd. Yeah. And it's, uh, again, not a self parody. It's sort of that, but it's also just absurd. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, they do things like he gets on that plane and like, you think this is going to be a big problem and he just breaks his neck and leaves. Yeah. And just tumbles and it's off like, the plane. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a squirrel running loose in a Baskin Robbins. Yeah. It's an oddly subversive film. It really is. It's, yeah. There weren't yeah. movies. There weren't movies like this at the time is what I'm trying to stress. Like this is yeah. the first one that Arnold ever made. These, these were just kind of starting to be made and this is already, kind of a deconstruction of what the genre became it almost feels like the these movies arnold movies got less weird right they became more it's like some some of them like i mean the immediate follow-up to this is running man i believe which is still very tongue-in-cheek uh, but it's yeah but the action i feel like is less i don't know right, maybe it, it start, they started to become you know like eraser is not tongue i mean there's parts of it that are cheeky but like that's it started to take they started to take themselves more seriously and especially when you get like van damme starts to to come into the picture and seagal movies which are like the most humorless of this type of film you can watch where it's just like a little boy watching this movie and just taking it all in 100% earnest. Like, yeah, that is badass. I'm going to do that too. Um, I really, I keep looking to Jason Statham because looking at his career, like crank really, like he did the transporter already. Um, but he, he started more subversive and now he's sort of just, then he started doing regular action. Exactly. After yeah, he became it's the, the same thing. thing. Like Bruce Willis. Like Bruce Willis got was uh, made a splash as an action star because of how not an action hero he was, and then he just became yeah, exactly. an action hero. Yeah, Schwarzenegger looks like an action hero, but like this movie is just way, way. It's it's again, it's a parody of a genre that then he would go on to do more of that genre, more serious. Exactly. Yeah. Um. It's, it's fascinating. It's, it's fascinating. It is. To it me. is kind of fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would go on to do Raw Deal and then Predator. Yeah. Before the Running Man. Um, yeah. I don't. It's. It's uh, Predator is a very different uh, movie. Yes. But yeah. But he's always. That's the thing about Schwarzenegger that I think we forget now because he's older, is that he was doing shit. He was taking risks. Yeah. He, the Terminator was a risk. Yeah. Um, this was weird. Um, he would do weird high concept. Yeah, Pr- Predator is a weird ass movie. Predator, yeah he he did he did sci fi. He did Total Recall. He did a lot of sci fi. Uh, and then Man. he would also do yeah, and then he would also do like Twins. Yeah, and so like he had it was weird because like he has his movies. He tends to bring he you could argue that he takes plots and brings them down to his level. You know what I mean? Where it's like something like the running man or total recall could have been like a mind fuck sci-fi. Um, and it's now a Schwarzenegger action film. Um, but, but they're all that, like these weird outside the box. They have these weird outside the box. Right, because he also, them. he also has the good taste to be like, yeah, yeah, I think I want that. If it's what's, what's, more fascinating that, hero, man. yeah that we're starting to see from doing this series and just looking at his his career beginning with not necessarily stay hungry because that's not an action film but like if you start with conan and you trace his career from conan to last action hero which is a parody of his career uh yeah 
he gets so like you think of Arnold, he gets associated with uh, movies like Commando. He really only made like two or three of those in that period. Yeah. He's weirdly subversive in general. Right. His films like the rest differ of, wildly. Right, like the rest of his movies are shit like Conan and Terminator and Predator and Total Recall, like these bizarre movies. Yeah, and it's like he yeah again going to Jason Statham. It is it's the equivalent of Crank. But like, if he just kept making movies like that, like these wildly weird movies, um, which I guess he does, he makes the Guy Ritchie films. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard because there is no one to one comparison to any modern action star. Yeah, it's just like to, and I'm sure there are people listening who are old enough to ex- have experienced it. To experience like these movies as they came out must have been wild. Um, to be like, I'm sorry, he's doing what next? Yeah uh jesus christ you know like it's it's there's a reason he's so big yeah um and it wasn't by doing the thing that everybody else was doing it was by doing stuff that people hadn't seen before yeah and that's i guess to bring it back that's the point we're making about commando is as derivative of the genre as it may seem it was really like the beginning of the genre and it's really a fucking weird version (laughs) Like it's yeah. this weird, almost meta, satirical uh, action film, almost. Yeah, it's almost last action here. It very much um, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we get into definitely not Arnold, we the best side character? Fucking characters? should. Okay, so we already t- talked about the assassins. Um, yeah, and the guy who wants to catch uh, the dealership guy who gets creamed by Bill Duke. <laughs> <laughs> and the boatman exploding yep. that's that's freddie mercury right yes yeah he kills the yep. boatman yeah um uh 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 shit i mean so yeah if we're not gonna spend evil freddie mercury if we're not gonna spend 38 minutes talking about bennett then i don't know the point of he, this <laughs> i mean he's exactly what i'm describing he looks like freddie mercury but swole he has the mustache he's, and he's wearing chain mail he's that's the thing he's kind of swole like kind of yeah he's <laughs> he's just kind of a big guy but he's schlubby yeah which is the most yeah, fascinating yeah. thing because i know why you cast him because he's such a great premise a premise a presence in the road warrior he's a very intimidating presence in the road warrior he's got right. the great spooky voice this like this spooky australian voice uh he's intense he has this weird energy about him and he brings all that to bennett but he adds like they crank it up to like 11 so that he's cartoonishly unhinged he's wearing chain mail for no reason at no yeah. point does he ever look like a physical match for arnold schwarzenegger no and in fact the chain mail uh famously doesn't help him no <laughs> he he launches a pipe through him at the end through bennett he rips yeah. a massive steam pipe, and I guess that's what all that that log shouldering was was prepping him to do. He was like, "Oh, yeah, I can very easily hoist this pipe onto my shoulder because of all the log shoulder work I was doing in the past." Yeah, you saw that it was in the montage in the beginning. You all saw. He makes some. He makes some terrible choices. Yeah, Arnold, like in that sequence, it's like Arnold hypnotizes him, right? Because he has Arnold's daughter. And he's like, this is my leverage. And then he goes, you don't need the gun and the girl. And then he's just like, yes, you're I right, don't John. need the you're gun right, and John. the girl. I don't need yeah. the gun or the girl. And it's like, no, man, no, you really do you need those really things. need those things. Yeah. He gets briefly electrocuted. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> and he recovers just fine. Yeah. I'm going to kill you, John. Yeah. It's, and when yeah. the pipe. When the pipe hits some steam comes out. Yeah, there's still steam in the pipe steam. somehow. So was he full of steam? <laughs> yeah, like, I guess is he's that full what's of steam. Happening? Like steam is rocketing out of this pipe as it's jammed in his torso. So where is that steam coming from? I don't know. Maybe that's why he was so unhinged. He's full of steam. Yeah. I gotta um, get this steam out, John! <laughs> yeah. So it's him and then the other henchman. Every henchman of the main group feel like they're from a different movie. <laughs> um, there's the one who's dressed like a ska band. Um, that's the guy who he's kills wearing on the plane, suspenders. Right? No, 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 no. That's the guy, the, the creep, 
who follows her around? No, no, no. He's the guy suspenders. Killed, no, the guy he kills on the plane is is a uh, is a different guy. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying the nerd henchman dressed like oh, a Scott Sully. Band is the creep. Sully. Sully. Yeah, he's he's got suspenders. He looks like twelve. He does look um, like a fucking cherry poppin' daddy. That's true. He does. Um, then there's the dude he kills on the plane who looks like Dr. Gonzo from Fear and Loathing. <laughs> he does. has like this fuzzy hair that he has down in this very like, he looks like a Miami Vice guy. He's got white suit and a Hawaiian shirt underneath. Right. Cause they all look like they're from different movies. Well, I was going to say that guy and Bill Duke kind of look like Miami Vice heavies. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a portion of this movie and, and Sully kind of does too. Cause I did, this takes place in Miami, doesn't it? I don't know, man. I thought it was L.A. because it looked like L.A. Oh, you, you know but what? That's it probably because they LA. filmed it in L.A. It probably is L.A. But yeah, yeah um, the dude he kills on the plane 100% looks like a Miami Vice heavy. Yeah. Bill Duke and he, looks like, uh, I don't know, like a bad guy in Patriot Games. Like, uh, Yeah, yeah. He looks like a Bill Duke type. He looks like a Bill Duke type assassin. He's, he, yeah. he shows up in like these political thrillers, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm, yeah, why yeah. I'm he looks like a Secret Service agent. Um, but you're right. They he's all a green look like, beret. Yeah, they all look like villains from different films. They really do. Dan Hedaya looks like a Richie Rich villain. Like he looks. <laughs> Dan lo- Hedaya, what is he doing? He looks like he's because he's Dan Hedaya. I feel like he yeah. should be terrorizing children or something. Yeah, he doesn't feel necessary. There's too many bad guys. Yeah, there's too many. Uh, bad but guys. I guess he has to kill them all. But we have to have yeah. a bunch of sub bosses so he can kill them all yep. in, in fanciful, hilarious ways. Yeah, Scott Band guy to follows a flight attendant to her car, and I was like, Jesus Christ! They um, they lay the, and the scumbag he, butter on pretty thick. They do and they don't because he follows her to a car, and I'm like, that's not cool. He's he's like a villain. He's like stalking her, and then she's like, fuck off, and he does. And he's like, you fucking whore, and walks away. And and so like I don't know. He it's weird. Um, I mean, it's just an additional layer to make us not like him. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And it works. Yeah. Why would you like him? He's ter- He's Sully. He sucks. He gets dropped yeah. off a mountain. Um, and of course, shout out to Cindy, the flight attendant, who goes on a hell of an adventure. Yeah, Ray, this Ray, movie. Radon Chong. She is Tommy yeah. Chong's daughter. He keeps using her as the honeypot mm-hmm. several times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's mainly what she does in this movie until she decides, fuck it. I'm going to try to kill cops. Yeah, she becomes she, ride or die pretty quick. Yeah, she really does. She sex distracts the cops. Mm-hmm. Again, she sex distracts a lot of, like, Bill Duke she does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, she fucking takes out a fucking rocket launcher, fires it directly at a cop car. Sure does. For a man she's just barely met, who could also die in the explosion, um, she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa Milano, also amazing, where she's, they, they some, say something will be like nice to kill his dad or something. She's like, not nearly as nice as watching him smash your face in. Yeah. Um, she just sits there like really into her the fact that her dad's going to kill he is, She all. knows without a doubt that he is going to murder every single one of these people. Yep. And then when he impales the man with a pipe, she's smiling. She's smiling and clapping. Yeah. It's like, she's hey, so Dad, into it. You've lanced yep. this man with a pipe. Yeah. And she, um, they can't even, like, she's real squirrely, too. She escapes from her room. Yeah. She's home alone's then. Yeah. yeah. They, sh- they, they, re- <laughs> like, every single decision the bad guys make is a catastrophic failure. Like, they fuck up from the beginning. Yeah. Um, shout out to the cops. Sure. <laughs> who see Arnold and he goes, nope gonna need backup and then the backup cop who says to some ladies want to see me kick some ass <laughs> uh, and then also sees arnold is like oh fuck there i love how they're all like so intimidated by arnold as you would be uh, as you would be yeah uh shout out to the, oh sorry i was gonna say shout out to uh, uh naval radar technician bill paxton yes Bill Paxton is in this movie, mm-hmm. and that was shocking. Very briefly, I've seen this yeah. movie before. I forgot. Yeah. Um, shout out to the stuntman who swings across the mall and is clearly not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> visibly not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. A man with his like forehead shaven to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> they had to um, shave his widow's peak. 
Yep. Shout out to the gun shop shop owner who has a rocket launcher. Hell yeah, he does. Um, big shout out to the couple filming what I'm pretty sure is pegging porn. Yeah. So they Bill Duke and Arnold are fighting in the hotel room. They sure are. He kicks Bill Duke through a door to the other hotel mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a naked couple. It's important to note that he is crouched down at the foot of the bed, and she is absolutely behind him. Yes. Um, there is lights and a camera. Mm-hmm. So they are absolutely shooting like some sort of pegging porn uh, as a man gets thrown through their hotel room and then impaled. Yep. Or another word for that is pegged, if you will. If you will. Yeah. It's like poetry. Mm-hmm. It rhymes. Yeah. Um, that is anyway, a whole story they put into this movie. Now they have that on video. Yeah, now they have... Yeah, their pegging porn accidentally becomes a snuff film. Uh, and it's... Uh, we don't. We move on very quickly from those two, but I want to know their life. I need to know how the, the, the entirety of this story, how it led to this point and how it unfolds thereafter. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Bill Paxton, does he just know Schwarzenegger? Like, what is his connection um, I don't know. I assume that he was friends with James Cameron, so that's why he kept showing yeah. up in like Terminator and True Lies. And, yeah, and, he killed him in the Terminator. So um, I don't know about this movie. It might have just been coincidence. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, shout out to the henchman who I think is the guy from The Lost World, where Freddie Mercury passes him in the hall, and they're talking about killing the little girl, and he goes like w- unprompted. He says, "Slitting a little girl's throat is like cutting warm butter." And then Freddie Murphy, Mercury is just like, uh-huh, <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> and like they walk away yeah, and they're like, sure these guys are weird. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a little too into this shit. This henchman who's just really into slitting this girl's throat. Pr- he, he knows what he likes mm-hmm. uh, and he knows he's excited what he's good about at. He it. He knows where, what areas he shines in. Yeah. Um, my final shout out is just to a henchman who gets shot in the ending and has to awkwardly die on top of a hedge. And it's like, it's like <laughs> yep. a weird slow fall. <laughs> it's like, Oh, that's a shame. But that's all I got. Any, any other uh, shout outs? No, I mean, uh, you, you've nailed a lot of them. Uh, apparently Dick Warlock is one of those cops in the mall. Ooh, yeah. Uh, famed stuntman uh, in, in yep. several John Carpenter films, Dick Warlock. And best named man, mm-hmm. like hands down. Uh, one of um, one of her fellow flight attendants is uh, uh, Bruce Willis's uh, estranged wife from uh, the Last Boy Scout. Oh wow! Oh wow! Who has sex with the schlubby guy? <laughs> sure does. She has sex with D Day yeah. uh, before yeah. he explodes. Before he uh, explodes. And and yeah, you're right. That dude uh is Thomas Rosales Jr., who was he just he played generic Hispanic henchman for like fifteen yes. years of action movies. Yes. Uh, he's made he's, he's the fucking created an best. empire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he briefly shows up in Briscoe County, like he's in yep. Robocop three. He's been on a lot of movies we've discussed. Yeah. He, he's probably died 200 times. He, right. He's been killed by like every major action star and a yeah. Tyrannosaurus. And a Tyrannosaurus. He gets stepped on career. by the T-Rex. That's a fantastic career. It's a great career. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess shout out to the <laughs> flight attendant has to realize that there's a dead guy in the plane. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I guess uh, you want to get into the most Arnold? Yeah. Um, this is where we talk about what scene is the most Arnold. Um, I feel like you tend to start. So should I start? Yeah, sure. Time? I think it's the opening scene. I think it's when he's talking to his kid. As we talked about, this sets the tone, I think, more than any other part of this movie for what Schwarzenegger films are going to be. That's Which fair. is, you're a badass, but look, you got a kid and you're sweet. And we love you. It's the first time Arnold Schwarzenegger feels like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and so, yeah, that's my pick for the most Arnold. Um, I didn't even have to think about it. No, that's, I mean, you make a pretty good case. Yeah. Um, I would, just to just to provide like a counterpoint, I would maybe mm-hmm. pick the, um, 
Do remember I told you I'd kill you last? Or the uh, lit off some steam, Bennett. That is, yeah, those are huge. Because those yeah. are huge for what th- the idea of Arnold would become. Yes. Like the the, the jokey uh, action hero. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that makes a lot of sense. But no, uh, yeah, I, th- I think both both of our picks, I, I, I think, are equally important uh mm-hmm. in determining how how arnold uh would what what arnold would become yeah yeah um all right well it's time to rate it hell uh, yes how many how many uh, shoulder what, logs ones? yeah one to 23 shoulder logs mm-hmm. how would you rate this movie 437 shoulder logs mm, just um, piled on you know top what? of each other like lincoln logs 437 let me write it down Mm -hmm. i i completely agree i don't even think yeah we need to no we don't need to check our work or or yeah yeah no 437 shoulder logs Mm -hmm. that's exactly it what are we watching next is it raw deal it probably i've never seen raw deal i mean have you uh i have but it's been a long time it's one of i've seen i every one of his 80s movies uh but raw deal is one of the ones that i only saw like no one's yeah, no one talks about. It's not Rod a very popular deal. one. Yeah, I don't remember. I know he plays a Russian. I don't remember much of it. On the IMDb, I know that the astronaut from the X Files is in it. Oh, dope, uh, Matt L- Ed, Louder, Ed, Ed Louder, Louder, Ed Louder. That's Ed right, Ed Louder. Um, so that's something, I guess. Yeah, I'm super curious about it, just because it's a Schwarzenegger film that I haven't seen. Um, and that I had the no, pleasure. Of- nobody talks about. Yeah, I had a f- friend growing up. We watched Predator together. We watched Terminator together. I texted him while watching Commando, and it occurred to him he hadn't seen it. So he uh, cleaned his guns while watching Commando while I was watching it. Oh, hell yeah. And That's the experience was, you want. It, yeah, it was great giving him that joy of like, this is... had I never saw Commando as a kid. Had I, I would have been watching it on a loop. Yes, um, it's an incredible film. Yeah, because that's literally what we did with Predator and Terminator. We would re- we would watch it, rewind the VHS, watch it again, rewind the VHS, and this would have been in the rotation for sure. Um, that that's my biggest regret is that I didn't get to experience this as a child. So if you have a child, show them Commando. Yeah, that's what we're getting at. Yeah, there's it's, a pegging it's the, scene. It's in the it. foundation for a, a good. Uh, well-adjusted child is a uh, regular yeah. viewings of commando yeah do what i assume dad still do which is uh recorded off of tv mm-hmm. or or recorded off of the rented videotape uh remove the pegging scene and then you got a film that you can give to your child mm-hmm. yeah leave the pegging um, scene in yeah you, they gotta learn some it's very some important point. it's yeah. natural yeah um it's, it's totally natural yeah. it's completely natural yeah are we done? Is I that think it? We're done. Yeah. I hey, think that's the so Norm Norm from Cheers. Thank you so much. Woo! Uh as always. Uh I'm excited to continue watching uh, Schwarzenegger films. Woo! Uh we're doing them in order so there's no surprises here. Raw Deal, Predator, The Running Man, and then we have to decide if we're going to do Red Heat or Twins. We'll 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 start having to make some hard decisions as we go. Oh, see, I think I'm confusing Red Heat and Raw Deal. Oh really? Yeah. Raw, I don't know. Red I, I don't think I've seen Red Heat either. With Jim Belushi, right? Oh my God! Yes, okay. I haven't seen this. All right, that's the one. The, I'm we're gonna have to watch with. Red Heat. What the fuck? Listen, there's there's some shit. There's some shit we're gonna get into. Is he? Is Jim Belushi? Is he the comic relief? Yes. He never feels like it. No. He always feels like a dark person. Yes. He always feels <laughs> uh, like his character from Gang Related. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's so, the energy that Jim Belushi brings to these team ups. Like he's yeah, he's the it, dark partner. That's he's yes. not he's not the cheerful fun partner. No, Arnold is going to have to be the comic relief. Exactly. In this yeah. Movie. Yeah. Oh, Red Heat, directed by the director of Streets of Fire. Oh so. hell yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, we you have a Patreon. Do our fucking things, Dave. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, guys, go to Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. Um, there's uh, for five dollars a month, you get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek: The Next Futurama. Those are all on there. You can check them out. Do it. 
Check it out. We also have a store. Head Do over it. to GameFlateEmployee.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have t-shirts, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. Check those out. Check them out. And check out... Uh, and fucking Commando watch again. Commando, Show, please. Yeah, what watch you it with your kids. doing if you're not watching Commando? Get the whole family. Gather the family around Commando. Gather the family. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you should make your uh, holiday tree commando themed uh, d- so all you really year, need to do every is, year yeah just put a little impaled medieval freddie mercury on yeah, the top with steam shooting out of his chest that's your angel yep that's your angel and the little the, the uh, tip of the tree can be the, the pipe and then you just put a little thingy on the end of the tree tip that makes yeah. it shoot smoke and then it looks like bennett's been stabbed with a pipe on top of your tree christmas exactly. spirit and a pegging ornament and a pegging ornament yes okay all right bye bye Australia, 